Enter the Peace Broker by Martin Wade. Episode 3, I Didn't Raise My Boy to Be a Soldier. Introduced by Professor Sir Hugh Strawn. The efforts of President Wilson's advisor, Colonel House, to use the neutrality of the United States to broker a peace in 1915 and early 1916 had little hope of success. Germany was ready to negotiate a separate peace, probably with Russia. However, the Allies, who had agreed they would not make peace separately, held a poor negotiating hand. They had failed to achieve the necessary success on the battlefield, whereas Germany and its allies had now added Serbia, Poland and the Baltic states to Germany's conquests of Belgium and northeastern France in 1914. But by the end of 1916, the prospects for peace seemed much more optimistic. Losses on the scale of Verdun and the Somme, where neither side had emerged with a clear advantage, had prompted some statesmen to argue that Europe was destroying the very civilization that it was ostensibly fighting to conserve. The ten-month-long Battle of Verdun had resulted in some 750,000 casualties. The shorter, five-month-long Somme offensive, even more, around 1.2 million. However, the case for peace rested less on this sense of collective loss and more on the fact that each side had experienced some success. The French counterattacks at Verdun in the second half of 1916 had regained the ground lost in the first half of the year, and the British had convinced themselves that the manpower losses suffered by the German army on the Somme were irreparable. The Allies therefore believed their negotiating position to be much stronger at the end of 1916 than at the end of 1915. Germany too ended 1916 on a high. Romania had thrown its lot in with the Allies in August 1916. But within four months, Germany and its Allies had overrun most of Romania. On the 12th of December 1916, a triumphant Germany announced its readiness to enter peace negotiations. Historians have tended to interpret Germany's move as a cynical ploy designed to appease American opinion and, in particular, to ease its own path to a declaration of unrestricted U-boat warfare. If the Allies refused Germany's peace offer, Germany could argue that it had been left with little alternative. Those who believe Germany's intentions were not serious point to the failure of Chancellor Bittmann-Holweg to mention peace terms and the Kaiser's simultaneous trumpeting of German victory in Romania. In fact, Germany seems to have been in earnest. It was cut off from access to the US economy by the blockade. Its enemies were not. The longer the war lasted, the slimmer Germany's prospects of success. The German peace offer wrong-footed President Wilson, who had been preparing an offer of his own. Six days later, he published it, asking the belligerents to set out their terms. Germany could not easily respond because it had failed to reach any consensus on its war aims internally, let alone with its allies. 
Britain and its allies were feeling increasingly confident of victory and so were little disposed to compromise on their core demands. The restoration of Belgium and Serbia, the return of Alsace-Lorraine to France and of an autonomous Poland to Russia. The dead of 1914 to 1916 had become sunk costs. For both sides, their sacrifices so far had now become the reason for continuing the fight instead of ending it. Enter the Peace Broker is a Chrome Radio production, with thanks to the Robermere Foundation.